The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. We are back. This is the Pigskin Preview. It's Conference Championship Week, and we are presented by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. The final week of the regular season is here, I guess. Conference Championship Week, regular season. We'll count it as the regular season before all the bowl games. Only 22 teams will play in 11 Conference Championship games. And then all of the action includes next week with Army-Navy. So our days are numbered like it before we start getting into bowl season. Only a dozen games left. And the Pickens, when they get slim, it's it's tough. It's it's hard to, to find the right angles, but we're going to find the right angles for our, our friends here on the KSR YouTube channel. Small board this week, but that doesn't mean there's not winners out there, so we just got to find them. And we're going to find them. Before we get to all of them, let's discuss some of the games that we will not be playing this week, starting Friday night with arguably the biggest game with college football playoff implications. I think that's safe to say. With Oregon-Washington, a rematch of, I think, the best game of the college football season thus far, where Oregon misses a field goal to force overtime. Washington rushes the field. And this number is enormous. I know when folks talked about it, kind of the the potential rematch in the previous weeks, people with power ratings kept saying, no, I've got Oregon as a favorite. I've got Oregon as a favorite. Nine and a half points is a lot of points. That is a lot of points. And I know Washington, um, I mean, they got the, the win in the Apple Cup there at the, the end. They, they haven't looked as impressive, but that that is a huge, huge number. Yeah, I think the right side's favorite there. I think Oregon should have won that game. And then Oregon's gotten better since they played. Washington has kind of gotten worse, but they still won some big games. Oregon State, USC on the road stand out the most. Like to me, Nick, I don't. I'm not going to lay that many points, but I also don't want to play Washington. Um, yeah. Because I definitely feel like they could get boat raced. So that that is my analysis on that game. Um, I just don't have a good feel for that either way. Uh, looking at total, like team totals or props, is probably the best side to be in there. If you're a money line parlay guy or gal, I think Oregon on the money line is a safe bet this weekend. If you like to throw a few in there. And so that would be my my suggestion with this game. Uh, that's kind of where I, where I see it. It should be a fun game Friday night. But Oregon is a better team. They should win here. Now, whether they cover that nine-and-a-half number um, is up for debate. But I, I'm not willing to go in, to the window and lay that many points against a Washington team that's undefeated and has passed every test so far. The other game Friday night, um, I don't love it. Like, I really want to cheer for New Mexico State because Jerry Kill is so much fun. He's rocking the New Mexico State. Poncho, they're a 10-win team. A 10-win team. I looked it up. The last time they won double-digit games in a season, they were 11-0 in the Border Intercollegiate Athletic Association, which I did not know existed. Um, but they turned that into an appearance in the Sun Bowl back in 1960. So, 
they're a lot of fun, but Liberty's at home. They're undefeated. Uh, yeah, that, I, I I would like for Jerry Kill to to pull off a shocker, uh, but I just I don't see that in the cards uh, Friday night. These teams met all the way back in week two, thirty-three to seventeen win for Liberty at home. New Mexico State's hot, coming in here hot. That was their only loss in conference play. And so they've won, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row, including wins over Auburn and Jacksonville State. The last two, their last two weeks, and then WKU even before that. So they're hot right now. If I was going to play a side, I would probably take the double digits with New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, the real question here is, is Liberty going to claim a national championship if they win these next two games? <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. I I I'm, I enjoy uh, claim national championships because it really irks people. It's like court storming. Just it, it it brings out all the old man yells at cloud takes, and I I love it. Uh, especially it'd be different if it was, you know, Florida State hanging the banner during the COVID year um, that said number one college basketball team, or I don't even know. Indiana has that number one March Madness team of all time ba- banner. Florida State has a really lame one. Uh, for their COVID season, um, that's dorky. But college football, people have been claiming national championships forever. Like, feel free, go ahead and play away. So, um, I did look at it, Luckett. If you if you just think that Liberty's going to win, a Liberty, Oregon, Texas, Georgia money line parlay is plus one sixty two. So, you can get a little plus money for a fourteen money line parlay. Who? When is a money on parlay with a bunch of favorites ever gone wrong? Yeah, it never that yeah. never happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the other another game that I had a hard time trying to get there with any side is that Big Twelve championship game with Texas and Oklahoma State noon on ABC and Jerry World. And the the problem I have with it is just Texas has been in fuego um, as of late, and Oklahoma State isn't that good. But just something about Mike Gundy mucking it up, making it ugly. Like, they don't do anything particularly well. Uh, they've got the great running back. But I just – there's nothing there's nothing there that should be holding me back from Texas and big points other than Texas – how many times is Texas going to let you down in a big spot? And how many times is Mike Gundy going to make things crazy? So, I just I – can't, I can't get there with either side in this game other than I do think – um, it could end up ha- giving us an entertaining product, which that's kind of been the M.O. of this game in recent years. Championship week doesn't always produce the most exciting action, but this Big 12 game has been a ton of fun uh, from the TCU uh, dive at the end zone. And then um, Oklahoma State, right? Was that last year or the year before where they lost? Right Two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's you been had some... TCU-Kansas State last year, which was yeah, a crazy then... game. Yeah, and then Kansas State, Oklahoma State two years ago. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, this is one, though, I just uh, – I think Texas should win. Like, that's – but I, I would – I'm too chicken bleep to be able to get all the way there. Like Two weeks ago, Oklahoma State lost 45-3 to against UCF. They are 41st in SB Plus entering this week. Gosh. They have probably won – two games more than they should have to this point in the year. The hell so if I, play, I mean, beating West Virginia, you know, at the wire, <laughs> right? If I, if I played a side, I would lay the points with Texas. What's this line right now, 14 and a half? 14 and a half. I just buy yeah. a hook. 
The hook. I just. I hate. I hate a fourteen and a half. Right. It's a couple points rich for my blood. If it was eleven or twelve, I would be laying the points with Texas. But I'm going to stay away here. Gundy, you're right. He's good as a dog. It's, just, it's Sark in a big game, right? Mm-hmm. Do you trust him in a big game, especially laying two touchdowns and a hook? I don't. I'm not going to touch this one. But Texas is a team I played the last two weeks just because they're kind of rounding into form. They're heads and shoulders better than the rest of that conference. If they show up to play, they're going to blow them out. Do you, do you get Texas's A or B plus game, or is it a Texas's C ish game? If that happens, and you know, I could definitely see this being a one possession type affair late in the fourth quarter. It should be a like we said, even though it's a smaller slate, it's we'll be watching. We'll be locked in, and we'll be locked in with the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Um, I love it because on nights like tonight, when we're recording on Thursday, you got. Uh, no sweat bets on single game parlays where you can try to put something together to win big. And if it doesn't hit, well, they'll give you another one later on. There's plenty of great options when you're at FanDuel, when you're playing along. Uh, just download the FanDuel app, put in the promo code Pigskin. If you get a $5 money line winning bet, you're going to get 150 bucks in bonus bets with our friends at FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash Pigskin. Or put in the promo code PIGSKIN when you download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Now let me get this. 21 and present in Kentucky. I've just I've, I've really struggled with the, the disclaimer last night, so i got to get it right this time. When you play with FanDuel, must be 21 and present in Kentucky. First online, real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Look at on to our picks now. And I the, the, the early setup for Saturday, I'm really excited to watch um, Kentucky Light because that's what it feels like every time I watch Troy play football. Um, John Sumrall, he brings the Mark Stoops style to Alabama, um, to rural Alabama where they've got – Chris Lewis, a former cat, just absolutely balling out down there. Devontae Ross, uh, one-time UK recruit, he's playing well for the Trojans. Uh, they've got a 1,300-yard rusher in Kamani Vidal. That defense is as stout as you would expect from a John Summerall coach team. They rank top 10 in EPA, top 20 in success rate. And more importantly, this is a home game and a revenge game. The last time Troy played Appalachian State, they lost on a Hail Mary at in, I want to say, week two of the 2022 uh, season. And I think they're 21 and or 22 and three since then, right? I mean, or 21 and three since then. They kind of used that instead of faltering, they've used it as momentum. I think this is sort of a crowning you know, capstone to the last two seasons, and, and the Trojans get it done at Veterans Memorial Stadium on Saturday couple things here. One, this should be James Madison's spot, not App State's. This game right. should be Troy at James Madison, but with the moving up rules, however you want to call it, transition rules from FCS to FBS, it's not App State at Troy. The one thing that concerns me, Nick, is App State's been on fire um, over last month. Um, smoked Georgia State on the road, went at, to James Madison and won, then smoked Georgia Southern at home. So I do wonder if – 
they're the hot team in this game. Uh, but you do mention, like, Troy beat them last year if it wasn't for the Hail Mary. And Troy hasn't lost since losing to James Madison either, which was a 14-16 game. Mm-hmm. So Troy has a better defense in this matchup. I, I expect this to be a really good game there on Saturday. Um, and I think it's going to be close. So whether I think it's going to come down to the wire. I wouldn't feel super comfortable about laying the five because that's just a weird number, five and a half. You're kind of in no man's land. Um, but I do expect it to kind of be a one-possession game. So I think it's going to be a fun one there in the Sun Belt. In, in close games this year, too, there's a couple times. I forget who I was watching them play. Um it was Louisiana. We were in the South Carolina press box, and I was on the right side of that one with Louisiana as a big dog. But kind of when in doubt in the red zone, they just go to Chris Lewis, and he is a very difficult matchup against Sunbelt corners. So I, you could you could see a similar situation play out on Saturday. Where are you going to go with your first pick? Yeah, ACC championship. I really break it down very, very simple here. Florida State has Trey Benson, Keon Coleman, and Johnny Wilson, and even Jaheim Bell at tight end. Louisville, the teams they've done really well against have iffy skill talent. But teams with good skill talent, they have struggled against. So I am going to lay the two and a half. I think this is this line is way too short here. So give me the Knowles in the ACC Championship, minus two and a half. I have faith that Benson will break a run or two. I have faith that against cover one, Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson will make plays. Mm -hmm. So give me Florida State here. I think their defense keeps Louisville mostly on check on offense, and they hit the explosive plays, and they win this game. So give me Florida State minus two and a half in Charlotte. Were you ever able to glean anything from how – Rom bounced back after big losses. Did you were you ever able? To I have not that? looked. I have not looked into that yet. No. Okay. Okay. It's it has been a busy week uh, with the transfer portal circulating, and you got in laws in town too. So yeah, we got all kinds of stuff going on. But um, <laughs> but just in general, Nick, like they called it their Super Bowl last week. Yeah. There was no hiding <laughs> how big that game was. Um, so. Give me Florida State here. I just think this is an overreaction to Travis. What would this line be with Jordan Travis is my question. I mean, I think he's eight. It would probably be a nine and a half at least, right? I mean, yeah, he's a touchdown. I yeah, see, I don't think Rotomaker is a terrible quarterback. So, My, my big – the thing that you kind of – I worry about with Florida State, though, is – I mean, you needed some really stupid stuff from Florida last week, and I know it was on the road, but just generating points. I mean, Florida's, Florida's defense is not good, so like that 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 that's the part that would worry me, right? Um, is is just how many points can they score? Which which makes me want to take the under. I want to say it's at forty seven or so. Um, so I'm I kind of think I might end up thinking it's a it's a little under undertaker there in the nightcap in the ACC. Yeah, forty seven and a half. I, I, I think I think that's probably the side I would lean because I can't bet a Louisville game correctly all year. Um, I'm I'm always on the wrong side, so it's it's a stay away for me. For the second game, we're going to the big one, the SEC championship, where six and a half is a little rich for my blood here. Um, with 
I think Georgia's the better football team. And I worry that last week's close call, that's that's rat poison that Nick Saban needs, right? Like, you guys are lucky that you won last week, right? Like, he's, he's dogging his team this week and trying to get him fired up for this game. And we know how Kirby Smart is in these sort of situations, right, where it, it tends to be a low-scoring affair. I just I think the easiest part is just Alabama under 24 and a half points. Nobody scored more than 24 points against Georgia all year long. They've got the number five defense in SP+. Alabama, they don't score a lot of points against anybody, let alone a defense this good. When they face comparable defenses, they had 24 points against Missouri. Um, they got to 34 with a pick six against Tennessee, but I just – I trust in the Georgia defense here to even if they get a little leaky to limit Alabama to under 24 and a half points in the SEC championship game. So I'm going to take the Alabama team total under. These teams have played five times since Kirby Smart's been at Georgia. The loser has only scored more than 24 once. There, there we go. But you've had you got a 24, a 24, and a 23, so they're hovering around that number. Yeah, yeah, quite often. I think this is probably going to be a sweat for you uh, late in the fourth quarter. Hey, that's why that's why we we watch, right? A nice sweat. Get a nice sweat. Yeah, in. That would Spins. that 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 would be my analysis there. Are you I actually think I actually think somewhat the So what's the I guess Georgia's team total is 30? Yeah. The winner in this game has cleared 30 four times in a row. So I I would almost if you think Georgia's going to win just play the Team total over, because I think they're going to have to score some points to win. I don't think they're winning this game 17-13. They did uh, rest some guys last week that should be back um, for this game. So let's get some Brock Bowers touchdowns, get him back in the mix, and cash some tickets. I don't, it's not that I don't want to see Alabama win because it would create chaos, but Georgia's one of the four best teams in the country, and I don't want to give the committee any excuse. I have, a, I have a futures ticket that would very much like to see Georgia win this football game. I will say that. <laughs> Look at who you got for your second lock. Yeah, going to the American here, SMU at Tulane. I'm going to take the road dog. Phil go and a hook plus three and a half. I think SMU's the better team here, Nick. I'll just keep it pretty simple. And so I'm going to play the Mustangs, and I think they get this ACC or AAC title in their last year before they go to the ACC. Um, so give me SMU plus three and a half. I also think there's rumors that Willie Fritz might be the guy at Houston. Job interviews this week, he might be a little distracted. I think SMU, again, is a better team. Both of these teams, Nick, are undefeated in conference play. Both at 8-0, haven't played each other yet. I think SMU is a little bit more battle-tested, so I'm going to take the, the Mustangs here um, on the road. For my final play, I'd be remiss if I did not share a matching pick with you all this year. So I'm going to Ford Field in Detroit where Chuck Martin, he's he's done with his own share fair share of distractions this week. Um, somebody made a fake account of the Miami head football coach to sell crypto as a spam. So he's he's been worrying silly all week thinking that he's got a fake account trying to sell crypto on his behalf this week. I, I, I think that's got him distracted for this game. So I'm taking the Toledo Rockets minus seven and a half. And all joking aside here, this is a game where it's Miami's defense versus 
the Toledo yeah. offense. Those are the two superior units. I just I, – I don't – and I, I trust the offense here um, to score some more points. I don't think Miami's going to be able to really get there offensively. So, I, I just – I'm, I'm taking Jason Candle to get out there, put up some points on the scoreboard, and, um, you know, I might be cheapened by the hook, but just give me the Rockets to take home the MAC trophy back to the glass bowl? Glass bowl, right? Mm-hmm. There we go. There's a glass bowl, there's a rubber bowl, there's a factory. Uh, you know, it's hard to keep up with our, with our MAC schools, but give me the Rockets. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Yeah, Toledo going for consecutive... MAC championships. And that's something I don't think that has happened in quite a while. Um, so that that's some that's an interesting storyline here. Um, these are the best two teams. Miami actually lost their quarterback, Nick. So um, that's something they've kind of battled through, and their defense has been awesome. You're right there. Um, I'm trying to see who the last team to go back to back in the conference was. It's, it's been a it's Northern like- Illinois in 11 and 12. So it hasn't happened. Yeah. It's quite kind a of while. like the uh, NFC East where every team would rotate every year who won it for like eight years straight or something like that. Right. It's right. it's very similar because, I mean, there's just – even though the teams stay the same, the coaches rotate quite a bit there. So you get some year-to-year bumps, especially now with the transfer portal. So, But uh, Jason Candle, very talented head coach. I'm curious. You know, we saw Sean Lewis – do the Colorado thing and then turn that into the San Diego State head coaching position. I'm wondering, Candle's been on some short lists. Um, Three so far in the cycle. Particularly that Indiana job. So I'm wondering if this is his last uh, game with Toledo. Good way to end on high. Yeah, you can only only go with someone who will hire you. I mean, Syracuse, Indiana, and Michigan State. I thought he had a good chance to get all of those. He's gotten none. So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to play out for Mr. Candle there. He's been there a long time now, and this will be back-to-back MAC titles. Kind of, You don't usually see Coach stick around that long. But I'll go ahead and get to my third pick here, wrap us up. I mean, you know I had to do it. Can't go an episode without them. The Iowa Hawkeyes, this, the hold-your-nose play of the week. Team total over six-and-a-half. Just, they're going to get there. They'll find a way to get a score. It might be a special teams. It might be three field goals. It might be a defensive interception, set up a first and goal. They're going to get over six and a half here. Michigan's going to win this game, but we're going to get Iowa over six and a half points here. I believe the odds are around like minus 138. So you got to lay a little juice here, but we'll lay it. I like Iowa to go over their team total here, minus six, or not minus, over six and a half total points. Got to play sixty minutes. We need seven points. Take us home, Brian Ferentz. <laughs> oh man, the uh, that total in that game is thirty four and a half, and eh, might have to go under some more because this this you know Sean Moore is going to want to just well, I guess Jim Harbaugh back. Yeah, he's back. back. 
So maybe we don't get just the run the ball gym. I mean, they're going to want to try to get J.J. McCarthy right. So I actually think that playing an over here might be a sicko over where they try to get J.J. McCarthy right, get him back into a rhythm. Because the last month, it's been shaky for the Michigan quarterback. Um, and that's that's your best path to getting that score, that, that touchdown luck. It is another J.J. McCarthy interception to, to set them up either – First thing goal, or like you said, uh, near the, uh, with a, with a pick six. So, whoo, that's a hold your nose play. If I ever if I ever heard one. Listen here, Brian, I mean Brian Ferentz is out. You're just not going to shut him out. This is not going <laughs> to happen here. All right, this is. When is the last time they've been shut out? I mean, they've scored even in their bad games. Like they got shut shut out against Penn State, so that's concerning. But <laughs> everyone else, they've scored at least ten on. So let's meet in the middle. Yeah, a little over the middle. Get us to set. All we need is one daggum touchdown or three field goals. One daggum touchdown. That's all. Yeah. That's all we need. All we need. Well, folks, enjoy the football this weekend. Uh, After this, it's Army-Navy and then bowl time. Bowl time and the NFL starts getting really serious uh, with playoff races, implications on the line. Like it. Enjoy your little soiree to the Sunshine State this weekend. Hope – you can exhale a little bit, get a nice little bit of R and R, and be reloaded for what should be an exciting bowl season here around the KSR compound. I'm just I'm looking forward to the shenanigans on this weekend Sunday. I mean, you know, there's always some shenanigans. I'm looking forward to it. We'll have all of your shenanigans here on Kentucky Sports Radio. Make sure if you're playing any of this action this weekend. I'm trying to get over 500. I'm I'm perfectly 500 right now. Um, it, it would be appropriate if I went one one and one in this final weekend. Make sure you get in on the action with our friends at FanDuel well, Sports. That, that would be literally impossible because you got three halves on there. So you know, no ties are coming. Hey, that we'll we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> Any, anything's possible, Mister Luckett. Anything's possible. This has been a joy. Hope you all have had a great time. We have. We'll see you next week. Go Cats and go Croakers.